singers and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Acts chapter 23, moving on to verses 12 through 22. Here in these verses, Luke gives us the account of the plot to kill Paul by a group of more than 40 men, along with the blessings of the chief priests and elders. On our previous study, we saw Paul before the Sanhedrin, a group of Sadducees and Pharisees who could not agree on whether Paul was guilty of committing any crime. The dispute between the council members became so violent that the commander was afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them and ordered the troops to bring him into the barracks. Now we pick up our reading with verse 12, and Luke continues as follows. The next morning, some 40 or more of the Jews got together and bound themselves by a curse neither to eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. Then they went on to the chief priests and elders and told them what they had done. Asked the commander to bring Paul back to the council again, they requested, pretending that you want to ask him some more questions. We will kill him on the way. But Paul's nephew got wind of their plan and came to the armory and told Paul. Paul called one of the officers and said, Take this boy to the commander. He has something important to tell him. So the officer did, explaining, Paul the prisoner called me over and asked me to bring this young man to you to tell you something. The commander took the boy by the hand and, leading him aside, asked him, What is it that you want to tell me, lad? Tomorrow, he told him, the Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the council again, pretending they want to get some more information. But don't do it. There are more than 40 men hiding along the road ready to jump him and kill him. They have bound themselves under a curse to neither eat nor drink until he is dead. They are out there now, expecting you to agree to their request. Don't let a soul know that you told me this, the commander warned the boy as he left. Jesus, walking by the 
The men involved in the plot to kill Paul could well have been zealots or terrorists who later on were responsible for the revolt against Rome, which resulted in the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. A plot is hatched to kill Paul, the apostle, in an ambush. Paul had spoken to the Sanhedrin. A dispute between the Pharisees and the Sadducees occurred over Paul's comment about the resurrection. The dispute became so violent that the Roman commander rescued Paul and took him into the fortress of Antonia. The next morning, the Jews formed a conspiracy and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. More than 40 men were involved in this plot. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, We have taken a solemn oath not to eat anything until we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the Sanhedrin have petitioned the commander to bring him before you on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about his case. We are ready to kill him before he gets here. But when the son of Paul's sister heard of this plot, he went into the barracks and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the commander. He has something to tell him. So he took him to the commander. The centurion said, Paul, the prisoner, sent for me and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took the young man by the hand, drew him aside, and asked, What is it you want to tell me? He said, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul before the Sanhedrin tomorrow on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about him. Don't give in to them because more than 40 of them are waiting to ambush him. They have taken an oath not to eat or drink until they have killed him. They are ready now, waiting for your consent to their request. The commander dismissed the young man and cautioned him, Don't tell anyone that you have reported this to me. Hatred for Paul was so intense that more than 40 men, perhaps zealots, took an oath to kill him. The word used by Luke is the word anathema, which includes the idea of a curse. These men actually put themselves under a curse if they did not fulfill the oath. They promised not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. Actually, that isn't as ominous as it sounds. Under certain circumstances and for a fee, lawyers were able to get people released from oaths. There were four types of vows that were allowed to be broken by the rabbis. These were vows of incitement, vows of exaggeration, vows made in error, and vows that could not be fulfilled by reason of constraint. Actually, almost any contingency for a fee could be forced to fit into one or another of these provisions. 
So these 40 men weren't saying that we'll starve to death if we don't kill Paul. The very danger of the mission, however, showed the resolve and the hatred of these men. Paul would be securely guarded by a contingent from the fortress. To attack that contingent would almost certainly mean the death of some of the attackers. They were willing to take that risk. This was a life-threatening mission. So the plan was to lure Paul out of the fortress northwest of the temple with the request that the Sanhedrin had more questions. Their hall lay southeast of the temple. On the way, the forty would ambush Paul, overpower the guards, and kill the apostle. When the plan was presented to the chief priests and elders, they agreed to it. Evidently, the Pharisees who had supported Paul the day before were not consulted. Only the Sadducees of the Sanhedrin okayed the plan. The hatred for Paul, for the gospel, and for Christ was that intense. The fact that the leaders of the Sanhedrin went along with it shows that they had no case against Paul. Before I close today, I'd like to ask, why this intense hatred for Paul? And why is this story here? Obviously, by this time, it was known that Paul was not guilty of the charge of bringing a Gentile into the court of Israel. That was punishable by death. Paul had not brought the Gentile in. The charge was false. They still wanted to kill him. Why? Paul was a good, observing Jew. They wanted to kill him because they hated Jesus Christ. That shouldn't surprise us. That's the history of Christendom. Jesus said they hated me without a cause. That's the strange part. There is no cause to despise Jesus. There was no cause to hate Paul and to want him dead. My second question, why is this story even recorded here by Luke? Answer, number one, God included it here so that we might see the evil intents of the human heart. That's what sin has done to us humans. It makes us want to kill that which reminds us of God and Jesus. Number two, this experience only served to bring Paul in a greater hurry to Rome. It forced Paul to leave Jerusalem and reach toward the capital of the empire, which is where God wanted him. God leads, in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. It takes a wise and sensitive person to recognize God's loving and gentle hand in difficult experiences. Sometimes it's hard to see 
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA. 